what are their credentials? You know, are they licensed? Uh, are they bonded? Are they insured? Because if they're not, in some instances, the work that they do, that can now be on you. This is The Real Estate Pod. I'm Ed Barone, co-founder of RentReady, the platform that makes renting easy for landlords and tenants. With this podcast, we aim to help landlords learn, scale, and invest. We also want to help you tackle the business side of real estate investing, because being an investor or getting your first investment requires you to be an entrepreneur. It's about mindset and strategy. We partnered with successful real estate investors, offering you advice and guidance on how to get started, how to scale your real estate portfolio, and how to run your business for profit. Before we get started, for those of you who aren't familiar with RentReady, we're an all-in-one property management platform. We help landlords manage tenants and properties by providing services for every step of the landlord process, including payments, finding the best tenants, lease signing, communications, maintenance, and a whole lot more. Today, we're hearing from Marseille Winder. Marseille, AKA the property pastor, has been investing since 2017 and has 12 rental properties. He focuses on buy and hold investments and has done several burr, buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat deals. So let's get started. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Marseille, a.k.a. The Property Pastor, and I've partnered with the team over at Rent Ready to bring you another great video. And today I want to talk all about what you should look for when trying to hire out a good repair company. Now, finding a good repairman, a handyman, a contractor, all these kind of things that you need to do repairs on your rentals. That can be a very difficult task. It could be intimidating. Right. Do You just go online and do a quick Google search. Uh, do you go and just walk up to somebody at Home Depot and ask them to come and, and replace the toilet? You know, all all of these things, they can be very intimidating. So I want to give you some quick tips on how you can find a good repair company, somebody that you can trust, somebody's going to do good work, somebody who's going to be a, a, a you know reasonably priced, all those kind of things that you need to, to be a key part of your team. But before we get started, I want to make sure that you hit that, that like button for this video. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you're subscribing to the channel, getting uh, keyed in on great new content coming out every week. Uh, and then also hit the share button because you may know somebody who needs to benefit from this content. And if you want to take advantage of RentReady's great software, uh, through their software, you can screen tenants. Uh, you can do advertising for your for your rentals. Uh, you can collect rent. You know, you can do all sorts of things uh, through RentReady software. And it's, a, it's an amazing tool to help you in your business. Uh, and RentReady and I have partnered together and they've actually given me a great a discount code uh, by using the word pastor. So if you go on Rent Ready site or download their app and from the promo and enter in pastor as your promo code, you'll get a great discount and be able to take advantage of this amazing software. All right, so let's go ahead and jump right in. So I want to go over a few tips on how you can find a, a, a great company, uh, a great handyman, a great contractor to help you with all of your repair and maintenance needs. So the first thing that I like to look at is how do they present themselves? So if you're looking for a person and you meet them, you know, on a job site or you go and, and meet them in a neutral location or whatever that is, uh, how do they present themselves? You know, that they drive a brand new F-150 uh, with huge sparkling decals, you know, on the side of the truck. Um, or do they pull up in an old beat up pickup, you know, and they open the door and, and smoke just billows out and they smell like uh, smoke and or they smell like alcohol and their eyes are all bloodshot. 
you know, how do they present themselves? Because the way they present themselves at their first impression could be a key indicator of the type of work they're going to do. And then on top of that, do they respond to your emails and phone calls? So if you set up an appointment, you know, they're, are they on time? Uh, if you try to meet to talk about a job, do they show up or, you know, they are they, uh, if you are waiting on an estimate in the bid, do they fail to, to respond and get back to you? These are key indicators of how they may run that business. Um, you know, personally, I like the kind of contractor who's kind of moderately dressed. They don't they don't drive the flashiest uh, truck. And, you know, it looks like a work truck, you know, but at the same time, it still looks professional uh, in their appearance. It, it kind of speaks value. Right. So I, I think the way they present themselves is a key one key indicator. Another thing that I always look at is what are their credentials? You know, are they licensed? Uh, are they bonded? Are they insured? Because if they're not, in some instances, the work that they do, that can now be on you. Right. So if they go and they do work that is under code, you know, you go and you sell that property or your tenant gets hurt, you know, the liability could, you know, would definitely fall back on you. But you wouldn't have much recourse because now you can't find that person. You can't look them up. Uh, you can't file a complaint, you know, all of this kind of thing. So you want to kind of ask, you know, what kind of credentials do they carry? You know, are they licensed? Are they a class A contractor, class B, class C? Uh, do they have insurance? You know, all of those kind of things. They're very important before you actually hire them for a job. One of the one of the key uh, things that I always look for is what is the quality of their work? You know, do they have uh, do they have references? So I always ask, you know, what, how many jobs have you done? Can you give me an example of a recent job you've done in, in the last month uh, or the last you know last quarter or last year? Uh, and, and don't just fall for pictures, right? Because some people will pull up and say, oh, yeah, I did this job. Uh, and pictures don't really tell the full story, right? They could have went and downloaded those pictures off Pinterest or whatever. So you want to get references to their work. Uh, you want to make sure that you that they do quality work. And if the person says, oh, yeah, I just did a job around the corner where I did, you know, uh, I redid a bathroom or I just did a job, you know, where we, we did some roofing or, or replaced windows. You want to actually ask that person, OK, can I call the homeowner? Can I talk to them? Can I talk to the investor and get a feel for the kind of work they did? If they kind of fumble around. That's usually a key indicator. But if they're quickly to say quick to say, hey, yeah, call this person. Um, you know, and that person, you call them up and, and they, you know, give you a, a good story. You know, they tell you, yep, they were on time. They kept a clean, you know, work site. Uh, their, their prices were, were reasonable. All of those things you want to know, right? You want to be able to check references. Uh, the, the other thing you want to look at is their reviews and then are they recommended? So in their reviews, right? So if they've done work at their, you know, medium to large company, they may have a website. They may be listed with a better business bureau. You can go and look and say, okay, ABC contractors, you know, they have a two star review on a five star scale. Maybe I don't want to go with them. Uh, now, granted, you know, all reviews, you know, you, you get some good and some terrible just based on the person. But if you start to see recurring themes, then history will likely repeat itself with you. Uh, but in addition to reviews, I like to get recommendations from other investors. And this is really important because investors typically kind of stick together. They kind of, you know, uh, they, they may not share their, their their total rehab person. Right. If they're doing a flip, they may not share their contractor because they might be worried they're going to lose them. But in terms of a repair person, typically being able to keep a repair person busy is an important thing. So uh, investors are usually willing to share uh, references for handyman and, and things of that nature. Um, and, and in that, you want to ask, you know, you, you typically want to be a part of your local 
RIA group, your real estate investor association group, because in there, there's a whole network on a local level that can actually point you in the right direction. So oftentimes in my business, I'll say, hey, I'm looking for an electrician to put a ceiling fan in. You guys have anybody uh, and, and, and different investors will chime in and say, yep, you can you can use Joe Smith over here. He's done you know five of them for me in the past few years. He does a great job. His prices are reasonable. Or if you have somebody you're looking for and they tout their credentials, you can also go to your rear group and say, hey, I'm looking at this particular contractor, this particular handyman. Has anyone worked with them before? And those investors will come back and they'll say, yep, I work with that person. Stay away from them. Or, you know, I work with that person and they did a great job. So I think your your rear groups are a great resource. Utilize those other investors so that in your local market, you have a good understanding of what you're looking for in a contractor. Another thing I want to talk about is don't overhire. Now, what I mean by that is if you need a ceiling fan installed, you don't necessarily need a class A uh, electrical contractor who's re- who's wiring industrial business, uh, industrial companies who's out there, you know, doing uh, huge jobs. You don't need a plumber uh, to you may not want to hire a plumber to replace a toilet flapper. Right. That may cost you a lot more uh, than, than, than what you actually need. So typically in those trades. They are hiring by the hour. So the thing about it is uh, you can get a general handyman who's going to charge you typically a lower price, but they not they may not be able to do all the specialty type of work. So if you need a new supply line run uh, for the house, you need the house replumbed, you're probably not going to hire a handyman for that. But if all you need is a is a doorknob fixed, then a handyman is going to cost you a lot less. And they're typically going to be able to do general tasks. So make sure you don't overhire when you're looking for for a contracting company. Uh, that's an important thing that'll save you a lot of money. And as you're looking, you definitely want to keep cost in mind, but don't always go for the lowest price. You know, I like to go for value. I like to go for someone who's not the most expensive, but also not the cheapest. I want to get the references. I want to get examples of past work uh, because now I've got a good understanding. I want to talk to other uh, investors to say, hey, have you ever used this person? What issues did you run into? If they're like, no, they're great, then yes, I want to utilize them for my business and I want to keep sending them work. And not only on top, not only that, but I'm going to recommend them to other investors as well. So keep cost in mind. Uh, and the thing about sometimes going for the cheapest is an old adage that says you get what you pay for. So you want to make sure when you're going for, uh, you know, a handyman, uh, a handy person or whatever, that in doing so, you're not just going for the lowest number because sometimes you, you you may think that you're you're saving money and run into a whole lot of headaches. So I hope that these tips have really helped you uh, put them into practice. They've helped me in my business to be able to identify good contractors. Uh, you know, they're, they're definitely out there. They're good, hardworking, honest people. You just got to know what you're looking for. And you also got to know what you're not looking for and be able to tell the difference. So uh, I hope this bit, this uh, video has helped you. I hope it's been a, a benefit to you and your business. If you have questions, make sure you drop them down in the comment section. We'll make sure we get them answered for you. Uh, again, thanks for tuning into today's video. Make sure if you haven't done so already, hit the like button hit the subscribe button and hit the share button. Again, thanks to the folks over at Rent Ready. If you want to take advantage of their amazing software, make sure you use my discount code PASTOR, right? So that link will be in this video. Type in PASTOR and you'll get a great deal on Rent Ready software. Thanks again for tuning in. Can't wait to see you again soon. Take care. And God bless. 
Thanks for listening. We're so grateful to be able to learn from these active investors, entrepreneurs, and all-around amazing individuals who want to share their success with you. The real estate investing community really is a unique community to be a part of. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can rate or review the podcast in whatever podcast app you're listening to. It would mean a great deal to us to learn what you like, what you don't like, and even questions we can answer on your behalf. You can also subscribe to The Real Estate Pod on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.